Hello and welcome to the Homeschool Conversations Africa podcast. Here we discuss homeschooling from the African perspective and the unique challenges that come with it. If you're considering homeschooling, we hope to inspire you as you take this bold step. If you're already a homeschooler, we are here to share encouragement for this wonderful journey we are on to educate our children in the best way we can. We are your hosts, Jifa Andam and Harissa Nete Marvel. Let's dive right into today's conversation. Previously on Homeschool Conversations Africa. And we're especially excited about today's episode because we get to do something a little different. Um, since we began, we've mostly um, interviewed or spoken with homeschool parents. But today we have a very special guest, um, a homeschool graduate with us, who's going to tell us about his experience. So we're excited to have with us today, Freddie Kearney. Freddie is a 25-year-old creative based in Waco, Texas. Um, he's currently on staff at a local church as a worship resident. And he also works as a coffee shop barista on the side. Speaking, yeah, I think I was prepared for college. Like my mom taught me how to take good notes. Um, I learned that from no one else, but my mom, she taught me how to take great notes, how to listen for notes. And like, that was, that was a gift. Um, taught me how to, how to, how to write papers and how to form thoughts on paper in a clear and concise way. Um, which I think are like probably two of the biggest things you need for college. Like you need to learn how to, you need to know how to research, you need to know how to write, and um, you, need, you need to know how to take notes. I think if you know those things academically, you'll be fine. Um, so yeah, I definitely think I was academically prepared for college setting. So Fred, I wanted to find out how were the homeschool kids that you met in college uh, were they weird? Did they lack social skills? Because I think that's what a lot of parents worry about, that their children will turn out weird from homeschool. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. I would definitely agree that I met some students who were um, less socially developed than others. Mm. And it's a legitimate concern for mm. parents to have. I would definitely say that uh, some ways to prevent that from happening would just be to let your kids be a part of society mm. um, and like just engage in not like an us versus them, but like this is, this is, I mean, your humanity, this is humanity and you're a part of it. Mm. Um, because I think that, that, you know, when students end up being, whenever students have trouble with social setting, it's, it's because they've never experienced it before mm. or mm. however they've experienced it has been placed through a lens of, you know, oh, this is, we're, we're this way and everyone else is different, you know, mm. instead of no, like we're all, we're all the same. We're all human beings. We're all living life together. There's, there's, all of us are on journeys. Um, Cause I think, um, yeah, we, we fear what we don't understand and fear can manifest itself in different ways. And sometimes it manifests itself in um, lack of social skills. 
Mm. Um, and also, I, I would also, you know, say that social skills are something that's developed. So if you want to develop social skills in your child, don't be like, okay, kids, guess what, what we're going to do today? Today, we're going to talk to humans and see how humans work. <laughs> no, I mean, just, just get them out there, get them in society, get them to be a part, um, allow them. Like, I think um, some things that can help build social skills is having them around people who are different from them. Um, and like, not in a way like, mm -hmm. oh, kids, we're going to go be around different people today, but just like, okay, like, like, for instance, I think one of the things that helps develop school social team is like, what one of the things that I wanted as a child was like, being part of teams, you know, um, I think like getting your kids out there being part of like, if they, if they have um, any aptitude towards, you know, sports or the arts, get them in there with other kids who are you know, a part of these different things. And then also allow them, encourage them and allow them to form a community with these people, like with people who they, you know, share similar interests with. Um, and uh, if, if you really do desire to see your child um, develop social skills, that's great. Now, some people, some people can go through, you know, the organized school systems that there are, such as you know, public school, private schools, whatever those might look like, and will still come out, you know, lacking social skills. Yeah. And so I think once again, it goes back to, you know, how that person was made, what their gifting is. Mm -hmm. You know, um, some people are like some people you would never believe they were homeschooled, <laughs> you know, because they're just so so much outside of their bubble, yeah. and you know, but then you meet some people and you're like, oh, when they say they're homeschooled, they're like, ah, I knew there was something about you, <laughs> you know? Um, so I think it's um, number one, I guess, like know your children as a parent, like understand where your children are, but then also encourage them to be more than that. Um, Cause I think there's always um, under stress, there's growth. Um, and if you can encourage them to, not just, you know, okay, this is who I am, so I'm gonna stay this way. No, but like get them out of their comfort zone in different ways and later they might thank you for it, you know? Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, use mm -hmm. discernment as a parent um, in looking into what you involve your children with, but um, social, social skills are definitely something that, you know, homeschoolers do have a stereotype for being the poster children of non-social kids but I've met, I've met so many who do not conform to that stereotype who, you know, they miss the memo, I guess. And they're just, <laughs> you know, thriving adults, thriving human beings who are killing the game socially. So, I mean, I feel like it's, uh, it's definitely a case by case type of situation. So. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And, um, I guess your parents did thoughts. something, right? Right, because here you are. <laughs> Let's go. Were you were you part of? Um, I know, I know that they have this um, orchestra. Were you ever a part of that when you were speaking of trying to get your children into different social um, situations or settings? Um, I remember that. Were you ever a part of that orchestra? I was. I was. I was there when it first started. Um, and when my dad got super passionate about it. And so that was very fun. That was a very exciting time. Um, loved okay. being part of orchestra. Yeah. So I guess that's, I guess that's one 
form of a social setting, right? Because it's children from all over coming together to play sort of in a team yes. of some sort, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, thank you. These these are good things for us to think about as parents, you know, as as we go along, as we say, we're trying to give our children the best education that we can give them. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and as I'm saying all this too, like I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to, you know, say I'm not a parent, so I don't know, you know, all the ins and outs that comes with parenting. This is just, you know, from a child's perspective who also is the oldest child and being the oldest child means you're the guinea pig. So every, you know, experience that's on you. Um, but yeah, this is just from my perspective. So to all the parents out there listening, you know, um, it's know where it's coming from. I have no experience. So, um, so yeah. You have experience as the guinea pig. That's mm-hmm. that's important experience, right? The guinea pig speaks today. <laughs> no, it's really good. It's good to hear from you. Because parents, um, parents have a different perspective sometimes, right? So it's good to hear from you so that we know what our children may be thinking yeah. and maybe tweak need. things if we need to. Yes, and what they need exactly. Exactly. One of our goals on this podcast is to shed light on homeschooling as a legitimate form of education, especially here in Africa. Um, But what would you say to anyone who's considering it but is maybe unsure about homeschooling? I would once again start encourage people to look at their goals. Why do they want to homeschool? Um, And there's so many different reasons to homeschool. And it definitely is a legitimate form of education mm-hmm. just because it's not bound to a system doesn't mean that it won't that it won't work um mm-hmm. because it, it has worked and it's um so yeah i would encourage parents to just examine you know their why recognize mm-hmm. and figure out their why and so that when it gets hard they know what they're sticking to and why they're doing it mm-hmm. um because it is hard it is definitely a lot of hard work on the parents and because the parents taking upon themselves to do the work of in a traditional setting would be the work of, you know, six to seven people. Um, mm-hmm. And all of those people are working at a minimum, you know, 50 hours a week to prepare content, to teach content, to grade content, to give feedback on content. Mm-hmm. And so the, the parent is now taking on um, a huge load uh, for however many children they have. And um, so they should be just be prepared for that. Um, there's also a lot of, I think due to technology, homeschooling can take on so many different shapes and forms. Um, there can be, you know, online classes that these kids are, you know, actively involved in. Um, you can have an online tutor. There are for uh, homeschool per- programs designed for kids to do class you know completely on their own independent like they're talking with the teacher they have different teachers for different classes um and so I guess like one of the beautiful things about homeschooling um is you can you're basically since the parent has complete freedom to shape the experience 
and to create the experience for whatever they want for their child. And so um, I think if a parent wants the best for their child academically, they're going to do the best they can to provide that, um, whether that's in a homeschool setting or whether that's in a traditional school setting. And um, if you're definitely, if you're wanting to spend more time with your child, I think homeschooling is a great way to do that. They're at home, you're at, and you're at home with them being able to, you know, foster a relationship there that would be, you know, fostered elsewhere with other people. I think that's, 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 that, that can be a benefit for some parents. Um, I think it's also another benefit to realize that um, you know what you're teaching your kids. Um, mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons why a lot of parents are choosing to take children out of uh, traditional school settings is because of um, different philosophies or ideas that are being taught during the formative years that parents would rather not subject their children to. Um, and so they're like, you know what, we don't want my child to learn about this, this and that, or we don't want them to learn about it through this perspective. Rather, we want, we want them to learn about it through, you know, this perspective that we agree with and that we approve of. And so therefore, um, they will, you know, bring their children into a homeschooling setting, which I think would, you know, be a benefit if, you know, let's say, for instance, there is a philosophical um, subject that's being taught, and the line of thought that it comes from is not something that you would want to be, you know, elevated, or um, you wouldn't want it to be thought about that way in your household, then, you know, as a a homeschooler, you're like, yeah, I'm going to teach my kids what we value. Mm-hmm. And what we agree with, you know, and I think I think that's that's that can be a benefit as mm-hmm. well. So I hope that answers the question. Yes, yes, it really does. Um, thank you. So, Fred, we I think it's safe to say we are all Christians on um, three of us speaking right now. So I just yeah. want to ask a question from that perspective, because I know a lot of our listeners are too. Um, so we know that for Christians, education is much more than academics, right? It involves the whole mind, body, and soul. Um, so I'm curious to know how you think being homeschooled prepared you for life beyond the academics because, yeah, can you yeah, just tell us? Absolutely. For sure. For sure. And, um, I had said earlier in the in the uh, in the conversation that we one of the one of the big things that we did as a family were family devotions, and I talked about how long those could be. And looking back uh, at family devotions, you know, those could be anywhere from you know forty five minutes. It, to me, it felt like two hours. It may not have been that long, but I think some days <laughs> can actually go that long. <laughs> and um, it was just a beautiful time where we as a family opened God's word and just got to study, got to uh, discuss about concepts shown in scripture that also manifest themselves in everyday life. And uh, just the importance of wisdom. One of the things that we did was reading a proverb and a psalm every day. Um, we, we did that for several years. And so um, constant conversations about wisdom and wise choices and the contrast between the, the wise man and the foolish man that, that the 
writers of the Proverbs are constantly talking about. And one of the things that my dad encouraged us to do was to always know God for ourselves. And um, even though, you know, we had him in devotions, but he always encouraged us to be willing to crack open the Bible and see what God has to say for, for, for us individually. And so um, I think that's, that's something you can say to your kids, whether or not they're homeschooled. Um, but that was something, I guess, that was outside of the school day, per se, that um, helped me uh, form, you know, my relationship with faith and uh, God's word. And within the homeschool day, I think it was really beautiful. We used a Christian curriculum and those Christians interweave God with every single uh, subject, whether it's literature or um, a math subject or whether it's science, there's always an emphasis on, you know, God's hand in creation, God's hand in the human thought and emotion, um, God's hand through arithmetic and through how numbers all correlate the perfections there. Um, Mm -hmm. And so seeing those parallels drawn in your academics, I think is really helpful if you are wanting your child to have a Christian worldview and not just because, because in any type of education setting, there is a worldview that is being taught or students are being encouraged to think about a certain worldview. And a lot of the, or the majority of institutions are promoting a worldview that is void of God. Mm-hmm. And as a result, you know, students are learning academic things um, without having the prop, I guess, without having, yeah, without having God attached to it. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, the anatomy of the human body will constantly boggle the minds of scholars for years to come. I don't think that'll ever stop. But to recognize, I think there's a difference in believing that this this body just happened and then recognizing that this body did not just happen, but rather it's a reflection of the precision and the excellence of a supreme being, a, a creator who intentionally crafted what is the human body you know down to you know the smallest element of it and i think in that way um the marriage of education and faith um is a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. and that can take a step further when we come to you know the idea of how it prepares you for life can take that a step further into um, apologetics where, you know, you're standing and defending, you know, your worldview um, based off of the evidence that are given, the evidences that are given and, you know, defending how, yes, there is, you know, a God who intentionally created the universe that we live in and every bit of it. I think um, 
that is one way where a Christian homeschool education can help prepare um, a student um, for life beyond academics. So, Thank you. I yeah, really absolutely. like the point that you made about how this every, every form of education or every um, I'm trying to think of how you put it like this. If it's not a Christian worldview you're getting, it's another worldview you're getting. There's no neutral education. There's always something that's being taught. You know, sometimes we think mm, education is that's maybe some schools are neutral or some or some education that we are giving our children is neutral. But um, I don't believe so either. I think you're always teaching something. Yeah. You can teach with a Christian worldview, or you can teach an, shall I call it, anti-God worldview. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Fred. So, All right, Fred, we're just about wrapping up now. Um, is there any advice or encouragement you'd like to give children who are currently where you were a few years ago? Was there anything else that you'd like to say to our listeners before we go? Yeah, for sure. No, absolutely. So for the kids who are listening, let me encourage you, kids. Listen <laughs> to your parents. Listen to your parents. <laughs> they really do have your best interests at heart. I promise. They really do. And then also, let me encourage you, kids, communicate with your parents. Um, I know that can be intimidating and hard, especially because we look at our parents and we think, you guys don't understand what we're going going through you have no idea like like how i feel about this relationship or this friendship or about this subject or about this dilemma whatever's happening on social media like you you, you could not possibly understand and i'll tell you this like your parents may not understand how it feels you know to have an interaction you know the interaction that you, the type of interaction that you're having with another person on instagram they may not be on social media you know uh, they may not understand um, how you feel about a certain um, event that happened in recent pop culture because they don't keep up with pop culture, maybe. And maybe, maybe you have parents that do. But if, 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 if you don't have parents and you feel like maybe they don't understand because, you know, your experience has so many different variables, what they do have is love for you and experience from their own life that could easily apply principally wise to your situation. Mm. And so um, feel free to talk to your parents. I, I, I think if your parent is homeschooling you, they definitely want to have a relationship with you and they definitely want to talk with you um, and take advantage of that opportunity that you have. I know um, as, as teenagers, it can be easy to just, you know, keep everything inside and, and not want to talk to, to parents. Um, but let me encourage you, like they they really are your best friends. They have your best interests at heart and um, they want to see you do well and succeed. That's, uh, that's, that's regarding relationships with the parents. Now with school, work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard, find whatever you need to do to be motivated, to take the step forward in your academics don't slack off. Find people who inspire you and 
find people, I would say like find homeschoolers who inspire you, have done great things. There are homeschoolers out there who have produced uh, movies, who have written books, who are famous on YouTube and um, are, are, are impacting and influencing all across um, the world in different capacities. And one thing that helps me is finding someone who has similar to my experience and saying like, hey, looking at that person, like, hey, I can do that, but I need to do this, this, and that before I get there. And so let me encourage you students out there to find people out there who inspire you, who have a similar story to yours, um, whether it's the homeschool experience or maybe living in the same country as you, um, or maybe even something more specific and, and, and latch on to that person's story and be like, hey, like, I want my life to turn out like X, Y, Z and this person's life did. And so work towards uh, things like that. I think that's really good to have something or someone that inspires you. Um, and then I would say uh, one last thing in regards to like academics, just grind, 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 grind. Like when you get, when you, when you crack open those books, when it's time to study, just put your nose to the ground and get with it. Um, because it's only for a season. Let me tell you, it is only for a season. And this season is, it feels long and arduous, I'm telling you, but like once it's done, it's done. And what you put into it, you get out of it. So if you put in, you know, and if you're getting the best grades and you want to go to, go to the best colleges, then you can reap, reap the rewards and the benefits from that. Um, and even if you are not looking to go to, you know, the best colleges or whatever, if you put your nose and grind, put your nose down and grind, what you're doing is you're developing a discipline and you can take that discipline and apply it to any year of your life. And if you apply discipline to anything, discipline will result in proficiency and in excellence. And mm -hmm. so um, that's my word to the kids who are listening and my final words on the podcast. So I hope, I hope that helps. It does. It does. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Fred. Um, dear listeners, this has been a wonderful, wonderful conversation that we've had today. I hope um, all the parents were listening very well, because this is not a perspective that you get often, as Fred said, you know, some of our kids will speak to us and some don't talk as much. You know, you have different kinds in your, in your home. I'm sure if, if you have a number of kids, you see that they all have different personalities, but we're really, really grateful for the um, different perspectives that we've we've um, got gotten today from Fred. Um, thank you so much for making the time to come and talk with us about your experience. Um, you didn't tell us about your music, though. We should give you a minute. Oh, to you want to talk about your music? Okay, <laughs> for sure, for sure, absolutely. Just a minute, yeah. tell us something, because <laughs> you okay, you do so, well at that. So, well, thank you so much. So, um. Yeah, I um, currently I work as a worship leader or worship resident at a church. And so that's that's I'm singing a lot. Um, I've been singing. I've been involved in music since I was three years old, starting with piano lessons that my parents were so gracious to pay for. And um, I when I was 13, uh, 14, I started getting more into different musical instruments. Uh, one that I really took and ran with was the guitar. And um, so in my college career, I traveled with my college 
uh, on singing groups. I also had a singing group that I developed that became the premier uh, vocal ensemble for my college. And while I was in college, I worked on producing music videos uh, for our college choir. And those videos have gone on to receive uh, millions of views online all across the world, um, places as far as India, Australia, um, countries all over Africa and Europe have been able to watch and be blessed by these videos. I've also, you know, made several music videos on my own personally. And uh, right now, um, as I'm here at the worship residency, I'm really focusing on taking time to dive deeper into what God's called me to. And uh, part of that is just kind of learning and developing my own personal sound and my style. And so I'm looking forward to producing and releasing new music um, in the months and years to come. So excellent excellent we'll be looking forward to that thank you thank you, thank so, you much. so much thank you guys so thank much you. thank you thank you